Hey, it's Nancy Yearout, and it is November the 7th, 2023, and welcome to News with Nancy. Thanks for joining me today. I had a few things I want to get across, and I'll give you my intuitive take on some of the news today. I do also have a message that I channeled from Archangel Gabriel that's super important that I'd like for you to pass on to your friends and family. First, let's start with uh, anti-Semitism. It's on the rise. That's the headline. Really sad situation to see people in the United States um, rise up against, uh, you know, the Jewish population. You know, we have Italian population. We have a Polish population. We have a Yugoslavian population, a Scottish and Irish and English. It goes on. And, you know, we're, that's what the United States is. And it's so sad to see anti-Semitism. You know, you wouldn't think in today's world that you would see this, but at the University of Pennsylvania, they had to alert the FBI um, because there were threatening messages coming in to the staff members that were in the Jewish community. An investigation is underway according to an email obtained by Fox News Digital. Now, Penn President Liz McGill emailed the campus community on Monday advising them that the university staff members received disturbing anti-Semitic emails, threatening violence against Jews in its Jewish community. This is really horrible. So the messages included hateful language and targeted the personal identities of um, the recipients. So this goes on. You can read a little more about it, but this is really happening and we really need to stand up for people are people. They were all souls. This is kind of crazy stuff we got going on here. Now in California, there was a man murdered. Um, the headline is, reads, California Jewish man murdered at Israel-Palestine protest. So here he was at a protest and he fell to the ground in an altercation um, it was a street protest in California. He died on Monday. His death was determined to be a homicide law enforcement. And it said law enforcement and a Jewish organization said his name was Paul Kessler. He was 69 years old and he died of blunt force head trauma a day after the altercation, which was on Sunday, the Ventura County Sheriff reported. This is really a sad situation. So he was involved in a physical altercation um, between counter protesters, said the sheriff's office, that citing a witness account. It did not specify which side um, instigated the altercation, but during the altercation, Kessler fell backwards and he struck his head on the ground and he was transported to an area hospital for advanced medical treatment on November the 6th, 2023. And um, he succumbed to his injuries and passed away. So blessings to him and to the family. And it's really sad that we can't have peaceful protests. You know, it's always been a big deal here in the United States that we had peaceful protests, but that's not the case any longer. So be really careful out there. Then, <laughs> this really blows my mind. This comes from Dearborn, Michigan. I spent many years in Michigan. I went to high school and went to college in Michigan and um, lived there and, and raised kids until I moved out West. But, um, you know, it's always kind of been home and my kids are there. So I always, you know, think of it as home. And there's a lot of different, um, again, there's the Jewish, there's a Jewish community, a huge Jewish community there. There is a big um, uh Arab Muslim community in Detroit, near Detroit and the suburbs. 
there's a big Italian community. There's a big Polish community. I mean, there's just, you know, Hamtramck is Polish. It's just, there's a lot of diversity and diversity is what makes a community, right? Because we learn a little from each um, each, each ethnic um, background of the people and their, you know, their ways and their, how they do things. You know, we learn, that's how we learn. And this is so sad. Because many of Michigan's top Democrats, including Governor Whitman, took part in a huge pro-Israel rally at a sub suburban Detroit synagogue days after Hamas, Hamas's deadly attack on the country. And this is uh, coming from U.S. News. So none of them attended a rally in nearby Dearborn the next day to show support for the Palestinians in the Gaza Strip who were being killed or forced from their homes by the Israeli military response. Well, let me just say, and I'm just going to be really honest and give you my intuitive take. Anybody who stayed behind knowing Hamas was in charge, that's not using the brains that God gave you. I mean, why would you stay in a place like that? Why wouldn't you move forward and go somewhere else? So this whole thing, and I'll just give you my intuitive take right now on this whole situation. Yeah, these are all lies. You know, you can we cannot believe anything that Hamas puts out because it's all propaganda is what I pick. The word I'm getting is propaganda. So it's all propaganda. But they're upset um, in Michigan because the war between... Uh, Israel and Hamas has inflamed tensions between the Jews and the Muslims around the world, including the Detroit area, which is home to several heavily Jewish uh, suburbs in Dearborn, the city with the largest concentration of Arab Americans in the United States is in Dearborn, Michigan. Okay, so there's a strong show of support for Israel by Michigan's leading Democrats, though that has offended all the Muslim supporters. But, you know, they had to have known when they came to this country that we would always support the Jewish state. Um, so that's it's kind of a I don't know. Maybe they thought things were going to change. This really blew my mind. So the whole thing with the United Nations, let me just say I get a bad taste in my mouth when we talk about the United Nations, because it's not what it should be. I think it maybe in the beginning stood for um, United Nations, proper, did things, you know, for the good of all mankind, but that's not the case. It doesn't feel like anymore. And that's my intuitive take. I, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel like they do what's right. But this really set me off. Employees at the U.S. funded United Nations agency celebrated Hamas terror massacre report. So this is from Jerusalem. A new report has accused some teachers and staff members of a controversial UN agency of praising the Hamas slaughter of Israelis, Americans and other foreign nationals on October 7th in Israel. The jihad terrorist organization Hamas murdered 1,400 people, including at least 32 Americans. They kidnapped 242 people. 13 of whom are reported U.S. citizens. Now, the UK-based Institute for Monitoring Peace and Culture Tolerance and School Education wrote in its 123-page report released Monday, that was yesterday, that at least 14 teachers and staff at the United Nations Relief and Work Agency for Palestine Refugees schools have publicly celebrated the October 7th massacre, and other Hamas attacks on their social media accounts. 
The Biden administration also has given the UN agency 1 billion, not million, billion of taxpayer, your money, since 2021 to this UNRWA, because they operate the schools and other humanitarian services in Gaza and the West Bank, East Jerusalem, Lebanon, Jordan, and Syria. But they're, they're, they're supposed to watch over everybody, but they're just going against um, the Israelis. And there's more about this, and you can read about it. It's really sad that this is what, this is what it's come to. It's come down to good and evil, really has. <sighs> Blessings to Trump. God, I'm send some love and light out there to Donald Trump. Man, they are putting him through the ringer. I will give you my intuitive take. The headline reads, Trump testifies why ex-president may deliberately provoke judge. All right, let me tell you what I get on this one. Hold on. Oh my gosh, he says, my angel says he should have never taken the stand <laughs> because he just can't, I'll put it in a nice way. He just can't keep, quiet like he can't give a what does she say a simple answer it's all um extravagant he's so you know vivacious that he just can't be mellow and he's so angry and you can't blame him I mean he's a he's a kind soul but I think he's just so angry that they're putting him and his family through this let me see if there's anything else she says oh she says he's gonna win <laughs> see what happens Here's what it says. As he took the stand on Monday in a nondescript New York courtroom, Donald Trump will have locked eyes with Arthur and Goran, the 74-year-old judge who holds the future of his real estate empire in his hands. His family business has already been found liable for fraud. So they've already decided. And now the judge, not a jury, must decide whether to impose penalties such as a fine up to 20, 250 million and restrictions on his ability to do business in the state of New York. So despite um, the judge's critical role, Mr. Trump was combative on the stand. He took direct aim at the judge, leading to some heated exchanges and drew his rebukes for airing broad grievances when they were not directly relevant to the question. All of this appeared to irritate the judge who will ultimately decide on any penalties. It does seem completely counterintuitive, especially when the judge is going to be the finder of the fact and law. Kevin McMingle, a former federal prosecutor and professor of criminal law at Case Western University, told the BBC, they're probably just watching this stuff over there. <laughs> There are only two explanations, he said. One is Trump just can't control himself. That's what I think. And maybe this is something he has thought out. No, he just can't control himself. But I think my angel says he's going to win. So he should win. This is crazy. All right. I don't know who banks at Bank of America and Wells Fargo, but God bless you. Uh, I really think it's, I, I like credit unions. I'm just going to say that. I don't care. I'm going to tell you. People are not getting their money. This is really nuts. I I do angel readings on TikTok. You can find me if you go to Nancy Yearout. I think it's Nancy Yearout or High Road to Humanity, but I think you can find me. And um, 
I scroll through and all these people don't have their money. This girl was saying, they said she didn't even have an account there at Wells Fargo. So here's what happened. Customers at major U.S. banks, including Bank of America and Wells Fargo, continue to experience delays with their direct deposits on Tuesday, following a glitch with processing payments that began Friday. You probably wonder why I'm laughing. I just laugh because the system is so screwed up. And I'm just waiting for the day that they'll, they'll be like, well, their money's not there. And it's like, here. This is crazy stuff. Everybody needs to have a little cash on hand. Okay. Everybody needs to have a little cash on hand. Wells Fargo Bank and Bank of America re uh, referred questions <laughs> to the clearinghouse, a payment company that operates the only private sector automated clearinghouse. That's ACH. I know you've all seen that before system in the US. Okay. Let me say that again. A payment company that operates the only private sector automated clearinghouse ACH system in the U.S. In an email to CBS Money Watch on Monday, the clearinghouse said that some of the ACH payment instructions were sent to banks on November 2nd with masked customer names and account numbers due to a processing error. Well, stuff happens. So because the bank needs need that data to process incoming payments and post the money to customers account those payments were delayed but people start to panic you know <laughs> anyway so the clearinghouse is working with the financial institutions with which impacted customers and with the federal reserve to so resolve the issue as quickly as possible that's crazy I, you know i'm sure they'll figure it out um is this really important that i read you this message today that kind of got buried there with all my stuff and I don't know, did I say happy birthday to my grandson, um, Bennett Cooper, who's nine years old today? So happy birthday. I hope you're having a terrific day. Okay, so Gabriel gave me this message yesterday, and I just thought it was so important that I came on really for this more than anything. It's for this. And this is how I channel him. I write it. It tells me what to say, and I write it. And I read it to you verbatim. So here we go. Dearest Nancy. Sit back and relax and pass this on to your friends and family, okay? Dearest Nancy, the information I'm giving you today is very important. Many of you are waiting for someone to save you, but you must rise up and save yourselves. The people who are in charge are not revealing the truth concerning conflicts in your world. They neglect to tell you very important details that you would not agree with. It is important for you to use your voice and not go along like sheep. This is the time to voice your thoughts and opinions as you are molding a world for your children and for your grandchildren. What do you want to leave for future generations? This is not the time to sit back and wait for someone else to make a difference a change. Please hear these words that many people's lives will be saved if you speak up and say no to the falsehoods placed on you now. Connect with God and know we the angels are here to help all. Love, Gabriel. Really important that we speak up, that we don't just sit by the wayside. So I do the show. Got a really cool guest coming on tomorrow. I'm looking for his book. See if it's sitting here. I don't think it is. Oh, yeah, it is. Here we go. This will be fun. This will be a fun show. I have fun show. God sends me really cool people. Miracle relationships. 
That's what we're going to be talking about, A Path to Freedom and Joy with John Campbell. And he's joining me uh, from Spain. And he will be here tomorrow on Nancy's Psychic View Takes the High Road to Humanity. Um, that's pretty much it for me today. Uh, I am going to be in L.A. doing some uh, angel workshops. I'm going to be teaching people spiritual law and teaching people how to connect with their guardian angel. And if you want to connect with yours or you want to contact me, go to my website, nancyyearout.com, and that's where you'll find me. I hope you guys have a fabulous rest of your day. Uh, I wish you a fabulous week and God bless.